I'm not going to lie, Jen. I can't wait to be done with this episode so I can read Mist and Fury. You're so terrible. <laughs> I just want to talk about books all day. That's all I want to do. I totally agree. Yeah, well, we waited for it to Run out and buy it. Run out and buy it. Anything for us. Welcome back. Nope. Another episode of Anything Bros. I'm Jen. Guys, oh, I- it, it's virtual today. Guys, we are virtual and it is very clear, I feel like. Can you hear my fan? No, but I see your hair blowing in the breeze like mine. Okay, well, hopefully the um it doesn't get picked up. I don't hear anything. Okay. Guys, we're off to a chaotic start. Vicky and I are virtual Ooh. for the first time in forever. Gosh. We've it's just our poor planning. No, yeah, it is more busy because every time we've been hanging out, we do two episodes. Yeah. Because it's like I had Isabella and Claire in town. My sister was in town. Your sister was in town. She's back in town. It's crazy. Yeah. Should we tell them about my Halloween party? yeah and your your parking problems guys guys i'm like i'm surprised it took me that long it took me almost 40 minutes Mm -hmm. and i'm really proud of myself for not crying and blowing up yeah yeah it was really crazy i really thought you were gonna leave 40 minutes i think if it went a little longer i would have been like i don't know what to do yeah we were definitely getting there we parked so far away did you walk home or walk back to the car yeah yeah I was waiting I have to um send your Venmo back I was gonna be like I walked (laughs) no do not send that back you deserve it I was on the phone with my mom and she's like what's taking so long I'm like mom I'm like a mile away from my car god yeah guys so I had a little Halloween party Vicky was a sim I'll post some pictures on the podcast account she was gonna be Violet which would have been slay yeah but money monies i know how to spend monies on something else yeah and i saw that there's a costume contest at the midnight release for iron flame gosh if i would have known that i would have just been violet and done that again yeah because then you could have got two like really good uses out of it you probably would have won something i mean to be fair the clothes i would wear for violet like the leather pants and the jacket i would probably wear those again yeah the knives not so much but you could just strap some kitchen knives on you (laughs) yeah (laughs) i stole these from my enemies exactly and jen was poppy i was poppy you were sim it was it was great now this is our book club this is book club um i so because we both listened to this audiobook because it was the libro um advanced listening copy i was like trying to take notes but then obviously like i'm driving so i yeah i would like try to remember when i got to work like what but i have like two notes (laughs) yeah i don't really have any notes i had some things that i was like thinking in my head Mm -hmm. which i'm going to talk about but i do have thoughts for sure yeah so let's just get into it so this book is like in the same universe as the first one it just follows like a different guy Mm -hmm. like a different one of the hockey players 
Um, guys, I, we read Wildfire. I don't yeah. think we said that yet. <laughs> I don't think what, you, what you never posted book love. <laughs> guys, surprise! <laughs> book love is Wildfire by Hannah Grace. <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> surprise! We've been so busy. It's Wildfire. I don't think we announced it on the podcast. Like, literally nobody knows. It's going to be a huge surprise. <laughs> surprise okay yeah, maybe i'll post it like right after we finish this recording and then people can read it this weekend perfect before the episode comes out all right so anyway guys we read yeah wildfire. so we read red wildfire which is the second book after mm-hmm. icebreaker and like i said it follows a different one of the hockey players and i think that a lot of people were really excited for this book like i was one of them this was one that I was like excited for it to come out. I've seen other people on Bookstagram being like pretty hyped about it. But I think that the big consensus is that it just like wasn't all that. Um, I I think I like touched my mic volume. But I have like the same notes. I know I texted you. Okay, the first half. No, not even half. The first quarter was good. I was into yeah. it. I was yeah. like, I'm really liking this story. I like yeah. Russ. Um, I thought it was going to be about, I thought Russ was Henry. So I was a little sad to find out, you know, Russ was Russ. Um, but I liked it. I, yeah, they got to the camp and they're camping and they're having fun. And I'm like, oh, this is like really cute. And then they were at camp and then they were still at camp and then they were still at camp. And at one point she said, like, she said something about having like three weeks left at camp still even though I'm like deep into this book and I looked yeah. and there were still three hours left in the audiobook when she said yeah. there were three weeks left at camp. The pacing was really bad. It was the slow, Let's like just get that out of here. And the thing is like their romance, like I did like how it progressively built, yes. but nothing happened like at camp that yeah. like they liked each other in the beginning of camp and they liked each other the same amount at the end of camp so yes. it's not even like they went from like there was to no lovers. like it growth was, right it was so just it was like just... they were interested in each other at zero percent and they mm-hmm. were interested in each other at 75 percent and it was just like where what's going on like when they were at camp it was literally just as if i was reading a book about two people dating at a camp nothing yeah, crazy they, happened like, no nothing really happened and like you know how we talk about how we don't read books about healthy relationships like for mm-hmm. a reason I felt like it. honestly this relationship was too much like real life right which we talk about like this, all the time yeah this felt too much like if I went to camp and like had a crush on somebody at camp and then we eventually like kissed right it's and it's it's just like I I didn't want to read that (laughs) it's like when people wish there were sequels to romance books and it's like no this is what it would be like yeah they're in the relationship and they're happy and they're healthy and it's boring because stability is boring too healthy (laughs) like there was even the main problem like their dads wasn't even a problem yeah, what even in the uh, another like big problem was that they were at camp and you're not allowed to like date at camp. But like I just don't care. 
I didn't care because I knew they were never going to get fired anyway. Exactly. Like, the whole thing is like, oh, we can't be together or we'll get fired. But she's best friends, basically sisters <laughs> the with camp. the owner. <laughs> so it's just like, you're not going to get caught. You're not going like, to get found out. Like, I just don't understand. And, like, I get why their relationship progressed so slowly is because, like, she's used to, like, guys like using her for sex or whatever mm-hmm. blah 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 and so they wanted this to be like different and but that's I boring it, but that's boring and like it's- we always shit on books that have like miscommunication or whatever but this was just like too clear and <laughs> it was if i don't know who her editor is but they were really bad friends they're a friend who doesn't tell you when to cut things out of her book. Yeah. And this is the same yeah. problem she had with Icebreaker where yeah. once Hannah and Nathan were together, they kept having these like scenarios where they were on vacation and then they were at school. It was and so they, weird. Like when nothing they were at was dinner. happening. Yeah. yeah like, like when they were out to dinner and like nothing happened. And I was just, just like, like random what? scenes. And it's like these scenes aren't like progressing the plot. It's just like fluff. And yeah. she needs to this learn to take them out. Like, kind of like an epilogue or like just a really, really long epilogue that made me want to cry. And I'm so sad because if the author had just cut the camp chapters, like I would yes. love to, I need to see this book and like see yeah. how, how many chapters camp actually was yeah. because it was like, I don't know. For five hours of the audiobook and the audiobook's only like, like eight hours ever so if she would have just like cut it way shorter this book would have been so good but she lost me halfway through camp and I genuinely almost dnf this because I was yes. so bored so I finished this book way before you did yeah I finished it like pretty much the day it came out and like the reason that I was able to do that is like I listen to audiobooks a lot when I'm at work like because I work from home so I can just have Mm -hmm. them on while I'm doing stuff and so if I hadn't been doing something else while I was listening to this I could not have finished it like if I was straight up reading this book I would have wanted to die honestly I'd be pulling the gem gem and I'd be skimming (laughs) I'd be doing a gen Akatar moment and just like (laughs) You know when people are like, I only read the dialogue? <laughs> That's what I would have had to do. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just... like really brutal. So then I finished this book. Mm-hmm. And I have not frequently lied to your face. But you looked at me and you said, was it good? And I said yes, because I knew that if I said no, you like weren't going to read it. The way I thought about that moment the entire time I read this book I so the first guys I looked her in the face and I said it was good like I can vividly see that I was driving we were at a stoplight I looked at Jen I said is it good and she said "Mm -hmm." and like I (laughs) part of me knew you were lying like the way you said it I just knew you were lying but I was so hopeful (laughs) didn't elaborate or anything and I feel like I'm not the type of person to give like a one word answer usually so yeah you just and then like moved on never to be spoken about so like the first quarter I'm like wow this is really good like I really really did like it yeah and I flew through the first part yeah and then during camp I was like that bitch lied to me 
like there's no way and then you texted me and you said something like jen this book is really boring and i was like you're like yeah i was like i don't know what you're talking about yeah so i Um, have some notes this one was i feel like it was lacking everything that made icebreaker special i feel like i would not have identified these as the same author and like yeah. like you said, there were some like random scenes which she did have in the first one, but other than that, they were so different. So like the thing that w- I think made Icebreaker like viral, quote unquote, was mm-hmm. that number one, it was really steamy. Like there was like they were like having sex in the Uber, and like mm-hmm. yeah, that's like outrageous, but that's why you read books. Like, am I ever gonna have sex in an Uber? No. Am I, <laughs> like, do I want to read about it? Yeah, why yes. not? Like. <laughs> And I feel like there was nothing like that in this book. Like there was not as much steam until like the very, very end. Mm-hmm. It there was none of those like outrageous scenarios. It just didn't feel like the same author. But they and what I liked about Hannah is that like she was kind of hooking up with another guy. Yeah. And then she like was really annoyed by Nathan because she's like, I don't like hockey players, they suck. Which yeah. is what I thought she was going for when um she was saying that. Aurora only like hooks up with basketball players. Yeah. I thought it was going to be similar where it's like I would never touch a hockey player with a 10 foot pole. And that was was so fun because eventually when her and Nate hooked up, I was like, holy shit, they're hooking up. And then Aurora's like, I don't hook up with hockey players. And literally five minutes later, she's hooking up with him. He said, psych. And I was like, we are one chapter into the book. What do you mean? Like, there was no, there needed to be a lot more drama. Mm -hmm. There was just no drama. It also just, like, wasn't as Wattpad-y, which sure is a good thing, but also made it more boring. Like, where's the craziness? I also, I can't remember Icebreaker, like, too well with this aspect. Yeah. But when it switched to the a different pov i don't know if you were shocked by that but i was a little shocked because Wait, what because it went from russ to aurora's pov oh yeah and i don't, I don't I remember i don't remember that happening that fast in icebreaker mm-hmm. so like with the miscommunication part the very beginning where he goes into the bathroom and we know that well, first we're at Aurora's perspective, I think, where she's like, oh, my God, he's been in the bathroom so long. Clearly, yeah. he wants me to be gone by the time he gets out. So she yeah. And then immediately we get his perspective where he's like, yeah. I'm in the bathroom, hyping myself up. I'm going to go ask her for a date. So yeah. right away, we knew it was like miscommunication. Like, yeah, would have just had her like perspective. Yes, that's a good not point. His, we would have been like, oh, my God, was that what he was doing in the bathroom? No, honestly, you're so right. I feel like this should not have been dual point of view mm-hmm. because that could have at least built up some kind of drama. Right. Because we could have been like, only, what an asshole. Yeah. If we only had her perspective, like it would have been something. But there were just like several mistakes that mm-hmm. I think were made. I really think she needs a different editor. If she wants to hire anything pros to edit her book. <laughs> I'll cut some chapters out. It was just too long. Like, I don't get why we need to learn when to cut things out and when to shorten yeah. scenes. And yeah, I think having their um, perspectives each, it took away some of the mystery of the yeah. miscommunication yeah. where it's like, oh, okay, that's what happened. And, yeah. but I did think it was funny because like the first week of camp when he was ignoring her 
because he's yeah. like she left and then she's yeah. like he stayed in the bathroom yeah um, she was and like you said like that was like the best part of the book was mm-hmm. the beginning yeah when there was like a little bit but then pretty quickly they like have this confrontation with each other and he's like what happened and then they just discuss it i'm like you guys are so boring and okay this is what i I was like the self-awareness like they broke the fourth wall because literally immediately he's like well i was in the bathroom hyping myself up to ask you on a date and she's like well i left because you were in the bathroom too long and she was like i can't believe we're the miscommunication trope i was like and she's not even you know when characters like read a lot of romance like, she doesn't even read romance. So, like, where is that no. coming from? No. That was such just, a stretch. Yeah. And I was like, it was kind of funny because I've never really seen an author do that. <laughs> but like you said, it's the entire week he's ignoring her at camp. Yeah. And she's getting pissed off. And he's basically like, fuck her. And then they have one conversation. And you think this is going to be, like, the biggest fight? No, they both it's fine. very calmly talk to each other and tell each other what happened. And they're like, oh, my God, miscommunication. And it's like, that's where I'm saying this is more like real life, because honestly, that's what would happen. Like, exactly. I'd be like, oh, this is my perspective. Someone would express their perspective mm-hmm. and then we'd move on. You're but like, oh, in cool. books, that's so boring. Like, I don't read to hear something that could literally happen to anyone. I want to fight. I want an argument. Yeah. And yeah, I've never really seen. Can you hear Lou? Like, <laughs> No, what's he doing? He's rolling on the floor. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was like, I was like, oh, she broke the fourth wall on that one. And yeah. then I forget when this was, but I was going to ask you about this because I haven't read yeah. this book. But in one of the scenes, she was like, um, she wanted to like read to distract herself. I don't know what Russ did to annoy her. Yeah. Um, and this was while they were at camp. And she's like, not even billionaires trying to own an amusement park could yeah. get me to distract him. Is that fine, yeah. Frank? That was terms and conditions. Terms and conditions. All right. God. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So we're specifically referencing a book. <laughs> yeah. That was like those books that I've been reading recently. Yeah. One of them is called Fine Print though, right? Yes. I okay. think that's maybe even the first one. Okay. Or, yeah. I yeah. just, I wrote Fine Print question mark Ash Jen. Yes. <laughs> um another note that I have is I think another place where this one didn't match with icebreaker is that the hockey guys were not included other than like one day and that I feel like was also a huge draw for icebreaker Mm -hmm. because first off we have like the actual romance but the side characters also like made icebreaker like you were were talking about Henry and like her being kind of like a house mom and like the mm-hmm. frat like it was like really fun to read about and, and the like, banter an dynamic yeah and it's like Russ has like a few occasions where he'll like call one of the guys but- or like they came on like visitation day but it was just like there was not like enough good side character moments yeah like we got a and- little bit of what is her I think I've been calling her Hannah but it's Stacy or Stacy you know- I think the um, author's here. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Um saucy. like we got a few good like saucy moments. Yeah. Um, but I think I didn't even like connect that, but you're right, because remember like the Halloween scene where she wears someone else's jersey and yes. Nathan kiss? Like yes. just the silly, stupid, like college frat stuff. Yes. Totally missed or, out. Or like on. she'll be like, 
or she'll be like, I'm going to go sleep in this guy's room because I'm mad mm-hmm. at you. And yeah. she like wants to go sleep in one of the other guys' rooms. Like it was just like so much drama and their like dynamics were so funny. Yeah. And it's just like that part was totally missing. There was like, a, yeah. I feel like everything that made Icebreaker an interesting book was missing here. And that's why it felt like any other contemporary romance. Like this could have been written by anyone. And, and if like, you're going to do that, like that's fine if you yeah. want to make a book. But this is literally called Icebreaker 2. Like yeah. it's in the ice, it, like whatever series she calls this, the hockey college yeah. series, I don't know. But she literally put it was book two. So if yeah. you're going to connect it to a previous yeah. book, you need to do the things that made us love the first book. Yeah, I think honestly, it was just like really a letdown. And I've seen people on Bookstagram saying the same thing, just like because you expected like that kind of quality and like sure icebreaker's not like a quality book but it was interesting it was like entertaining and fun and this one just honestly was not entertaining or fun god i highly do not recommend the audiobook like at one yeah. point i put it on like <laughs> 2.5 speed and it still wasn't but I <laughs> also like can't recommend the book because that sounds even worse i can't i truly would have dnf this yeah that speaks a lot because I very rarely DNF um it just it dragged it dragged so much it was painful yeah yeah one of the last things that I have written this is like totally speeding forward yeah but so it ends like I forget how it ends they're like hanging out or whatever and all of a sudden it's over and then we get I knew there was an epilogue because like you could see it on the little audiobook yeah um so it's like epilogue eight or nine years later i'm like a nine year later ever no that was actually like unhinged i forgot about that until you said that right now nine years they're like 30 now like they literally started this book at 21 22 and they are 30 at like and they they're married and everyone has kids stassi and nate have kids henry has a kid like what they, was that they all have kids and <laughs> i just and honestly her epilogue and icebreaker also was not good because i think it went like maybe like four or five years forward and like what the hell they she's pregnant during it and he's God, like these epilogues are like actually player. crazy but like it just it jumped it nine years she's opening a bookstore they're married i was like what oh. Yeah, yeah, they like open a bookstore in the town of the camp. That was so stupid. Because the camp means so much to them. Like, I did can like you guys how... just leave the camp? Can you please can we drop it? <laughs> I'm like begging you to never bring up the camp again. But I do like how um one of the days at the camp they went into town, like they snuck out or whatever. Thank God. And someone in the bookstore was like, Can we help you find a book? And she's like, We want to open a strip club. Do you have a business section? And during her like speech for yeah. opening the bookstore, she's like, And some of you remember I tried to open up a strip club or something. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um yeah. there was some good funny like banter yeah. moments. Just yeah, no, it honestly, I feel like if I hadn't known that it was like related to Icebreaker. I would have liked it a little bit more. I still mm-hmm. wouldn't have liked it, but the comparison did honestly like kill it for me. Yeah. It like this needed to be marketed as a totally separate book, which yeah. is something you can't do when you're like literally connecting it yeah. and making it a series. Yeah, because it's just like 
so I like in comparison, I finished Iris Kelly Doesn't Date. Mm-hmm. And those three books feel very much the same. Like all of the characters and like each story is unique, but you can like see the ties between all of them. Like they're all similar books and they like mm-hmm. feel cohesive. They feel connected. And that just like, I feel like comparing this to that is like totally different. Like they don't yeah. feel like the cohesive, like there's not like similar themes. Like, I don't know. The characters aren't really the same. Like, and also I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Russ was like super new to the team and icebreaker. Like I remember yeah. Nate being like, and Russ, we don't know much about him or something. Yeah. So he wasn't even like a core person that participated in their parties and stuff. Like, like he was like a silent person in the corner. And now you're making a whole book about him. Like, I want a book on Henry or yeah. even freaking Lola's boyfriend. Like, yeah, someone that was a main character because Russ was, yeah. I wouldn't even call him a side character. Yeah, no, like, like he was honestly barely mentioned. Like, what I are you doing? So, like, yeah. why did we make a book on him? God. Okay, so you know how you have your recommendation for it to not be dual POV? Yeah. I have a similar recommendation that I think could have saved this book. Okay. Hear me out. I think that they should have developed the kids more. I don't remember a single child from that camp. And if they were going to go, like, the wholesome route with this book, like, wholesome romance, like, not a lot of drama, Mm -hmm. at least, like, develop some relationships with the kids. Like, make the kids cute make the kids have like a role in their relationships like give the kids names I don't even know one of the kids names like from the camp I think when they at the very end when like they would mention a little bit like the kids would be like are you guys dating and they'd be like no um and then at the very end like one of the kids came up to her and she was like go tell him a secret and then the kid ran and like whispered in his ear and then she ran back and said what he said and I was just like, this is the first time we're involving the kids in this. Yeah, no, like, I think the kids should have been involved more, had, like, a bigger role. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was a lot of things that I think could have been interesting, but just weren't. There needed more drama. There needed more spice. There needed, needed more, more hockey boys. More hockey boys, more kids, better oh, side characters. Man. It was a mess for me. A big miss i'm disappointed i I really want to go through at the end of the year and do like smash or pass for all of our um books (laughs) for book club and like say like if we liked it or not because i feel like we have read some amazing books Mm -hmm. for book club this year but once again really blocks books yeah that'd be funny we'll rate our favorite book club books for our characters in this one smash or pass 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 for everyone. I'm just bored. <laughs> I'm just so bored. I can't I was even like crying tears of boredom. Like the only the the one I liked maybe would smash is Xander. <laughs> like maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But and it oh took me a God. second to even know who you were talking about. Right. Like <laughs> I'm bored. And if she comes out with another book and it's not Henry, I'm not reading it. Yeah. I just, like, don't know if I could. I feel like if she comes out with another book, I'm going to really, like, wait and read the reviews and base it on that. And, like, if people are like, this one's so much better than Wildfires, maybe I'll <laughs> read it. But if nobody says that, then I'm straight up not reading it. And it needs to be free again. 
Yeah. I'm yeah. glad we didn't pay for this one. Oh my God. That's just the best feeling ever when you hate a book and you're like, thank God I didn't pay for it. I love when you get like a horrible library book and you're like, God, this is horrible. <laughs> but like, it was such crazy. a good feeling. But you know what is good right now? What? Divine Rivals. Have you oh, started? Oh my God. My yes, hold so came up yesterday too, like an hour after you texted me. That's crazy. Came up. Mm-hmm. What percent are you at? 10 23 guys vicky and i are reading divine rivals finally this unplanned yeah this is not yeah we didn't plan this our holds literally became available at the exact same time like vicky said weird but we've like considered doing this as a book club in the past but it just didn't line up so we're not doing it for one now but we probably will talk about it a little bit on the pod Mm -hmm. i am so excited it is so good i'm into it i'm like really into this yeah it's really really good very romanticy i know when it started like she was working out like a press shop i was like wait hold up. i literally looked it up i'm like isn't this fantasy yeah <laughs> but it's um, like finish anything else fantasy. recently um i finished mr wrong number let's hear about that yeah guys let's hear about a good book okay so yeah. <laughs> started mr wrong number on the way to your party that's when i literally started wow. it and i finished it i think the next day wow um it was another one of those books where I just like laid in bed staring at the ceiling listening to it. God, those are just the but best, aren't they? It was so good. So Jen has talked about it before on the pod, but basically um, a girl moves has to move in with her brother because her house- I've never read this one. But I think you, because it's brother's best friend. So you read oh, the okay, synopsis. Okay, okay. Yes, I did talk um, about this. So like her house burns down. So she moves in with her brother. Her house burns down? Yeah, well, her apartment building. Um, So she moves in with her brother and her brother's best friend. And her and her brother's best friend hate each other so much. Like, they've known each other since, like, kindergarten. And they fucking hate this. They cannot stand each other. It's like, you can't stand your um, siblings, like, or your best friend's, like, little sister. Just like that. And so one night she gets a wrong number text and they're like just texting and since they're wrong number like they don't know each other um they just keep texting each other like at first they didn't and then they started texting each other again and they're just being super open and honest like oh what sex positions do you like all this stuff because they're like we're never gonna see each other and then one of them finds out who the wrong number is that's like so creepy because that could be like an old ass man yeah (laughs) Yeah, but she was like, um, I mean, her apartment burned down. So she was like, you know what? My life's in shambles. Fuck it. Yeah, amen. So is <laughs> it, it was YA so or adult? Good. I would say adult. It's not too, like, steamy until the end. And, um, but it is just, like, the tension. God, and I'm so excited. Only one of them knows who the wrong number is. Like, the tension. Oh, it's so good. I really I love liked that. it. Um, it was like the it, perfect romance. Is it dual POV or just her perspective? Dual POV. So excited. I can't wait. That's honestly like one of the few Lynn painters that I haven't read yet. It was I'm really like good. blowing through her books. Yeah. Um, yeah. We only have four minutes left on the Zoom, but I'll tell you about the unmaking of June Pharaoh. 
Oh. Yeah, Vicky's like so jealous. So I'm I think pain. I have to buy this book because number one, it was really a great read. And number two, it's gorgeous. Like I love the cover mm-hmm. of it. And I would give it five stars, guys. Run out and buy it. We're going to wow. end the podcast by talking about books that were actually good. Perfect. So you guys interested? I know all her um, books are beautiful. Yeah. So this was another adult fantasy from her, which I think this is just like her second one after spells for forgetting but it's mm-hmm. totally unrelated like it's not like a sequel or anything those are both standalones but it does have a very similar vibe in that there is a murder mystery it's very atmospheric it's set in the blue ridge mountains and like this is something mm-hmm. that you and i have been saying since fable like where we were like i feel like i was diving for gems I feel like I was in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Like I could smell the honeysuckle. I was driving down the lane. Wow. Like it was like I was there. She's I was like so good at imagery. Field. Yeah, like she honestly, I would marry her. Like her writing is just insane. <laughs> so good, so beautiful. And like like it was the same way, but like the pacing was so good. Just like in Spells mm-hmm. for Forgetting, things are revealed, I think, at the perfect time. There's like a big mystery at the core of the story. There's a little bit of romance. There's relationships, like family relationships, town drama, small town drama. Perfect. It was wonderful. Wow, I'm so excited. Yeah, I think I'm just going to like buy it because I love owning her books and they all like sit next to each other and they're so pretty. Yeah, guys. So that was our bad book club but other two good good books (laughs) two good recent reads which is a win and a good currently reading with divine rivals yes i'm so excited to keep reading yes i am gonna go listen to that i'm listening to that and i'm reading a court of mist and fury so life is like really good right now Uh, we're reading both of the same books crazy i know look at us we're like all right yeah guys we gotta go read see you later yeah bye